coming up tonight on Game Night, guys. A baby bump for Curtis? These shocking exclusive photos will reveal all. Who will the guys be wearing when they strut their stuff down the pink carpet at Pride 48? And it's day 46 of the Squeaky Kitty hostage crisis. What do the Squeaky Kitty captors want? Shocking revelations as sources confirm Brian's use of performance-enhancing drugs while playing the Big Bang Theory Rock, Paper, Scissors, Lizard, Spock dice game. All of this and more, including celebrity birthdays, coming up on this week's Game Night Guys. So, Brian, are you familiar with the website Reddit? Yeah, kind of. Ever use it? Um, Reddit mystifies me a little bit for some reason. I don't know why I have like a uh, a block with it. Like, okay. I have an account. Mm-hmm. I go on it every now and then. Yeah, but it kind of uh, I don't know. I don't get it. Okay, <laughs> I can help you with that later. Anyway, the reason I ask that is there is an offshoot of Reddit called Reddit GIFs, and they have user exchanges. So, like, they have a theme for different exchanges. Basically, you sign up for these exchanges, and based on the theme, you are matched with a random person, and you send them a gift. Oh, and then I like that. You are matched to a random Santa, and then they send you a gift. Do you only do this at Christmas? No, they do it throughout the year. They have one like every other month, or like this t- last time they had like six going at once. They had, oh. um, they had a Nicholas Cage exchange. What I know, Nicholas <laughs> Nicholas Cage themed uh, gifts were exchanged. They had a Sailor Moon exchange. Did you, what did you go on the Sailor I Moon exchange? I did not exchange? sign up for the Sailor Moon exchange. you are that target demographic for you, Sailor Moon. You know, I love my anime. The reason I bring all this up is there was a board game exchange. Really? So, yeah. So I signed up for that, and I received the game we're going to play this week, the Entertainment Tonight trivia game from a Reddit user, and I hope I'm saying this right, Guru. I think it's Guru. Yeah. So, and then um, I thanked her and posted pictures of it as you're supposed to do in the exchange to prove that you received your gift. And oh, okay. So there's an accountability. There method. is, because if you don't send a gift, you're banned from, that account is banned from participating in any future exchanges. Now, have you ever gotten screwed over yes. in any of these gift exchanges? <laughs> well, that was a quick response. Yes, three times. <laughs> Yet I keep signing three up. Times? Three times? Yeah. The snack gift exchange, I got screwed because my sender never said anything. Wait, hold the phone. A snack gift exchange? Yeah, yeah. Like you're giving out snacks? Like you go buy snacks, box them up, and ship them out to the person. And you did that, but you did not get your snacks. Yes, I did that, and my Santa was a jerk and did not send me anything. Wow, that sucks. I know, and it's kind of put me off wanting to do these, but I signed up for this one. And she really came through this time. She not only sent me the Entertainment Tonight trivia game, but I also got a Dallas board game. From the TV show Dallas? From TV's Dallas, yes. <sighs> right. So, um, <laughs> thank you, Fi Guru. Yeah, thank you very much. It was very unexpected to receive a second package in the mail, but um, she did comment on the um, gift that she was shocked by how many cash grab games there were from the 80s. But that something about Entertainment Tonight in Dallas just seemed so quintessential. She said the Ewok game was also a contender, but she couldn't condone the possible loss of listeners. Oh, so she knows <laughs> that you do this? Um, yeah, I told her um, in my profile when you set up, you kind of fill out a little questionnaire. Mm-hmm. And I said that I was really excited about this exchange because of my podcast. And here's my podcast. So then she finishes her comment with, thanks for introducing me to a whole new absurd gaming world and podcast. Cheers. So I think she's listening. Hi, FiGuru. Yeah. Thank you so much for sending it. It was really nice to get this. You kind of helped restore my faith in humanity. (laughs) These exchanges. 
So it's obviously based on the television show Entertainment Tonight, but it doesn't look like a current version of E.T. No, this scheme was made in 1984, so it's 30 years old. Oh, geez. And it's brand new. I mean, aside from it not being shrink-wrapped, like everything inside was untouched. Correct. We had to assemble some stuff. Yeah, we had to put the little card boxes together, which we'll get to those in a little bit, but um, unwrap everything and put stickers on everything because that's always fun and they work the stickers mm-hmm. are sticking yay even though they're 30 years old what great technology we have <laughs> back in 1984 for stickers did you ever collect stickers as a kid i don't know if i collect no i didn't collect stickers i liked stickers but mm-hmm. i used them yeah i collected buttons like um pin back buttons yeah a lot and i really wish i still had those because <laughs> i had some really sweet ones in i high know school. i had a sticker book i had a book that i got i think it was for my birthday or christmas but it, it was exclusively for putting different stickers in and i had that thing full was it lisa frank uh no <laughs> i don't a lot of scratch and sniff stickers because i got those on papers in grade school oh. i miss those things <laughs> We all know what Entertainment Tonight is, right? Yeah. Listener, you know what it is, right? Yeah, it's still on the air. It's been on the air forever. Uh-huh. Back in the day when I watched it regularly was mm-hmm. when John Tesh and Mary Hart were on it. Yes. It's like a celebrity gossip show, behind the scenes, interviews, etc. Yeah, kind of like TMZ, but not so stupid. Not so... Um, <laughs> Scuzzy. <laughs> yeah, not so... It does, there's not a film on it. Yeah. You know? there, there's like a grimy film on TMZ <laughs> that I just... I feel, Yeah. Ooh. You're not left going, and you're done watching it. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So, Brian, did you know that uh, Mary Hart's manager had her legs insured by Lloyd's of London for a million dollars? I remember hearing that, but I was not sure of the dollar amount. Did you know that it was a million dollars per leg? No. <laughs> <laughs> Them some expensive legs. Yeah, so she could get her legs scissored off in a horrible car accident and still come out on top. (laughs) (laughs) And who's currently on uh, Entertainment Tonight? Uh, Nancy O'Dell is the current host, and I think she has a rotating co-host pool to choose from. Wasn't... I don't know if this was E or extra because they all kind of blur now. Mm-hmm. But was Mario Lopez on Entertainment Tonight? I or was he on Extra? I think you. I you know I never watch these shows. I know I, I don't. I don't have cable anymore, so it's not like something I ever see. I would watch this as a kid because I had three channels growing up, and you know it would be on in the evening when I was done with homework or whatever. It, it but... was usually on right before primetime TV mm-hmm. started. Yeah, so that's all I remember about it. But you know. I don't know if it's still any good or if it's kind of more like TMZ or all these celebrity gossip shows that kind of just turn my stomach. <laughs> yeah. This isn't what this board game is based on. This is based on the good old Mary Hart, John Tesh, Celebrity Birthdays version of Entertainment Tonight that we grew up with. All right. Well, yeah. let's uh, dig in. All right. First observations. Uh-huh. This board game's kind of gay. Yeah, it's very <laughs> rainbow. <laughs> Lots of rainbows all over it. This basically in the middle on the TV is a pride flag. <laughs> we should be playing this in the month of June. We should be, <laughs> but we're not. <laughs> so it's got, you know, a sim- uh, an essentially a traditional uh, trivia board game. There are boxes of cards. There's board. There's little tokens you move around. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit different in that... Rather than having one piece that you move around, mm-hmm. you have six pieces that you move around. Yeah, each player gets a color-coordinated token for each category, and they're moved around separately. 
Right. You have to get all six of them around the board mm-hmm. rather than just collecting six trophies for winning. Or pieces of pie. Right. Mm, pie. Right. And maybe they were trying to avoid a lawsuit and make this different because this is about the heyday of uh, Trivial Pursuit when this came out. And the, and the category colors even kind of resemble the traditional Trivial Pursuit colors. I don't think you can veer too far off into the obscure with categories i mean that's kind of basic for every trivia game you don't mm-hmm, want to have mm-hmm. like blue is animal husbandry and <laughs> green is groceries or you know it's that's kind of universal i would rock a grocery game but i'm sure you would <laughs> i probably wouldn't actually i'd buy like the same four things every week <laughs> so like we said earlier the object is to move all six category markers around the board and into the big tv screen in the center of the board the big gay tv the big screen pride flag tv screen <laughs> in the middle of the board yep and there are six categories. There is orange is music. Red is movies. Blue is world. <laughs> Yellow is TV. Green is the arts. Ooh, fancy. And purple is sports. Shit. <laughs> Great. We're going to rock the sports category. Per As u- per usual. <laughs> so each player chooses a color, then takes the six markers of that color. And then play moves clockwise after we figure out who goes first. That's up to us. That's different. It said players will discuss amongst themselves who Mm, goes first. I'm going first. But I want to discuss this. (laughs) I don't know if you should go first. I'm going to go first. I think the youngest player should go first. Bullshit. (laughs) I'm going first. Okay, Brian, you can go first. Thank you. So we began on the staircase below the TV screen, but it doesn't really look like a staircase to me. It's some kind of weird... I don't know, stripey triangle. It looks like an iMac with a really, really long base on it. This does look like an <laughs> iMac, now that you mention it. The first player rolls the die to determine from which category his or her question will be asked. The player to the right, or in this case, Brian, will select the first card in that category deck, being careful not to let the player see the answers on the back. The person reading the question asks the player to choose a level of difficulty, In this case, one is the easiest, and six is the most difficult, with two through five being your other options. If correct, you move your marker the number equivalent to the question's difficulty level that you've chosen. Every card has a randomly placed challenge question, which is printed in bold. No answer for this question is printed on the card. If a challenge question is read, the player may pass or lose their turn and give or give an answer. The answer, or good bluff, is assumed to be correct unless it is challenged. If it isn't challenged, play then continues. If the player is challenged and is correct, he moves the marker forward the appropriate number of spaces, and the person who did the challenging has one of their markers moved back the appropriate number of spaces. If the challenge question is answered incorrectly, the challenger moves any of their markers forward the appropriate number of spaces, and answers for the questions are in the instruction manual and not on the card. Right, so the question will be in bold, and then to prevent any cheating from happening, not that I'm saying that's going to happen. You would cheat. (laughs) Thank you. Um, It just says challenge question on the back, and then we have to consult the manual to get the actual answer. So what do I need to do to win this game, Curtis? Well, Brian, I'm glad you asked. (laughs) A category is completed when that marker reaches the TV screen in the center of the board. If the completed category comes up on a die roll, you keep rolling until an unfinished category appears, which is cool because like in Trivial Pursuit, you kind of would have to dance around and go in circles until you get that category that you need. So 
that's very helpful in helping to expedite the end of the game. Yes. When a player has only one category to finish, the die must show that category on the first roll for the time to pick any level of difficulty. Otherwise, the player is asked a level six question. Level six? That sounds serious. It's, yeah, not quite seven, but a little tougher than five. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, let's kick this big. As determined, I'm going first. Yay, Brian. If you insist. Hashtag Team Brian. See, now I want to comment on that. What? Nobody took a side. I know. They either... Let's see. We had one person say hashtag Team Meredith. Um, She wasn't even here. Yeah. Yeah. You better just check that attitude. <laughs> yeah. And guess what? She only has like three tweets out there. So she didn't even see. <laughs> she had to be told. Right. And then Zombie Girl TJ, she didn't want to pick us. Didn't she say like Team Breikert or Something. somebody did? I'm not sure. She, if it was she made a word sandwich of our names. A word sandwich. <laughs> mm. Hope she cut off the crust. <laughs> uh, oh, we're starting with sports. Yay. <laughs> I am very excited about that. Say, Brian, what level of difficulty <laughs> would you like for sports? Hmm. Let's do a two. Oh, really? Hmm. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Even if you took one, you probably still would have gotten it wrong. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, do they talk about sports on Entertainment Tonight? I don't even know. It's a cash grab game. <laughs> cash grab. we got to be like Trivial Pursuit, but not enough to get sued. <laughs> <laughs> so here's your sports question. Level two. Who won the heavyweight title in 1964? Natalie Portman. Oh, God. No. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. If you were to guess, like, any famous boxer from the 60s. I don't... Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Well, it was before he changed his name. Cassius Clay. There you go. Was Cash- it Cassius Clay? Cassius Clay. Can I get that? Sure. Okay, good. Otherwise, we're going to be here all day, and I have stuff to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's still your turn. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's one of those, if you get it right, you maintain power. Oh, me like you. So, I won't be so forgiving <laughs> next time. That was a freebie. Um, arts, I believe, is that category. Fancy. One through six, what uh, difficulty? Mm, let's do a five. Oh, because as everyone knows, Brian has a degree. Well, that's music, but I it's know, in, there's it's a music in category. The arts, yeah. <laughs> um, who wrote the lyrics for the musical Cabaret? The lyrics? The lyrics. Oh, shoot. It's a level five. I'd never heard of this person. Scott the Seder. Oh, my Lord. There's so many homos (laughs) yelling at me right now. Sorry, guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cabaret? Yes. It was not that guy. (laughs) You care to elaborate for our listeners? (laughs) I can't can't think of any lyricists. And it's not Sondheim. But I'll say Sondheim. That is incorrect. I knew it was incorrect. Yeah. Sorry, Mike Lawson. I'm sure you know. Uh, Fred Ebb. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't either. How about that? My turn. Okay, arts. You know, I'm going to play it safe and do a a one. A one? A one. Who wrote the music for Hello, Dolly? Well, hello, Dolly. Well, hello. Now I'm going to get berated for this because, you know, musicals aren't my thing. Me either. I'm just going to say that. Musicals aren't my thing. Breaking stereotypes left and right (laughs) here on Game Night, guys. Pew! <laughs> I don't know. That is a very difficult level one question. I just want to say. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Jerry Herman. 
You know, Jerry Herman. Uh, well, I have heard that name, actually. But, um, yeah, I didn't know that. What are you going to do? Uh, so you've lost control. Uh. Control. <laughs> Mm, arts is that an arts again? Arts again. I'll do a three this time. What job was Maria hired for by Captain George Von Trapp in the show The Sound of Music? Oh, she was the governess? That is correct. And that's a musical, and I knew it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know the arts category should just be musicals, because that's all they have. That's all they been. had in the 80s for arts. <laughs> that and cocaine. <laughs> The board is somewhat confusing. It's very confusing. We had to consult the rule the rule book a couple of times to figure out how to even move around. Music makes the people mm-hmm. give Brian answers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what level of difficulty would you like? Let's do a four. Uh, who sang, these boots are made for walking? Nancy Sinatra. That's correct. I have three things on the board. And I have one. No, I have two things on the board. Yeah, you have two. Math. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) You have four at your home space, which means you have how many left? Seven. (laughs) I'm tired. What is that? I don't know what that is. That's movies. Movies? Mm -hmm. Level of difficulty, please. Four. Yeah. Okay. Uh Uh-oh, Brian. It's a challenge question. What, what? Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> wow, the board just did that. Okay, you ready? Okay. Gene Kelly danced with a mouse in what movie? Oh, what was the name of that? That's kind of a musical, too. It is, but it's a movie. <sighs> what did he dance the mouse? Do you know how many people are unsubscribing right now <laughs> after we failed so miserably at all these musical questions? Sorry, folks. Yeah. They didn't hear your apology. They've already turned this off. Check our Facebook page for our apologies. <laughs> um, hashtag sorry, not sorry. You could make something up and I could challenge it. I'm going to say Natalie Portman because I don't know. Um, I challenge that. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, uh, that's not right. I can picture him dancing with the stupid fucking mouse, but I can't <laughs> think of what it is. I know, that's kind of an iconic scene, but you never really know what it's from. Only I do. I'm going to say that's entertainment. Um, I'm going to challenge you. Okay. I don't know if that's the name of anything. I'm just saying that. Well, I think it is the name of something. (laughs) So let me consult the movie category in the book. I love games that have a book. That's just so conducive to good times. Yes, it was Anchors Away. Oh, I totally did not know that. And I did, and that's why I challenged you. <laughs> well, that means that... I get to move one of your pieces back. And you get to move one of yours forward. Yes, so I'm going to move your music one back. Was that a three or a four? It was a four. So you get to go there. Yes, but I get to pick whichever one of yours I want to move back. You know what? I'm going to move your sports one back to the start. Ugh, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> you get to go now. No, no, Brian, don't have a poor attitude. Go, Curtis, go. That's better. Oh, so supportive. Um, Art? Oh, um, let's do two. Who played Liza Doolittle in the 1956 musical My Fair Lady? Um, Audrey Hepburn. Incorrect. You were thinking of Pygmalion. That, or, no, what's that? Uh, no, My the, Fair Lady. The, the New York one. Breakfast oh. at Tiffany's or something. 
I thought Audrey Hepburn was in My Fair Lady. Not in 1956. Was it in the, on the, in the, on the actual play? It says the 1956 musical, so I'm assuming it was a stage. Oh, I was thinking of the movie. Who was it? Julie Andrews. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, confusingly written question. <laughs> Yay, sports. Huzzah. Let's do a three. Whoa. And we'll just cut it in the middle. <laughs> maybe it's something I can answer. Really? <laughs> when Australia, too, won the America's Cup in 1983. Should I just keep going? Sure. It ended the world's longest winning streak. How long had America held the cup? Oh, so you could just guess a number. 30 years. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. Okay, what was it? It says 132 years. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is a very long time. It is. Fuck you. <laughs> board game. Not you, Curtis, oh. but board game. Thanks for the clarification. <laughs> oh, um, television. We haven't had a television question we yet. sure haven't. What level of difficulty would you like, Mr. TV Trivia? Let's see. Uh, let's start with three because I don't know how difficult these are going to be. Who played Julie Carter on Welcome Back, Carter? Oh, what is her name? I believe we've talked about and this yes, on a previous episode dis- when we played the Welcome Back Cotter episode. Yeah, and we've discussed this. And I'm not remembering her name. Um, <laughs> I, I don't want to waste any more time. I, I'm going to have to pass. Marsha Strassman. Marsha Strassman. <laughs> mm, sports again. Okay. Level? One. <laughs> What is the name of the Pontiac, Michigan stadium? And who knows if this is accurate because this was... How 30... is that a fucking easy question? <laughs> Unless you live next door to it. <laughs> or live in Michigan. What is the question again? What is the name of the Pontiac, Michigan stadium? Okay, what, Who's in Michigan, sports-wise? I don't know. <laughs> um, the Detroit Lions? Lions stadium? No. Detroit... Car People Stadium? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I, th- I think it was the Car People Stadium. <laughs> the Natalie Portman's? No. Uh, the Silver Dome. Okay. That sounds somewhat plausible. All right. So it's Curtis's turn now. World. I hate this category. What in the world? Let's do a two. What is the longest river in South Africa? South Africa. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a clue. The Amazon. I don't need to give you a clue. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the clue. It was very helpful. That was a two, correct? Yeah. All right. So what's been going on with you, Brian? So last weekend was my friend Karina's Friday. And so we had lots of Karina Friday activities planned for that weekend. Wait, 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 wait. What? Friday only applies to you. It is not replacing the word birthday. Are you sure? I will not have that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fine. Karina's birthday was last weekend. Yes. So we did a lot of things. Like we went out to dinner, had sushi, and we had uh, drinks one night. Lots of them. (laughs) Uh, Can I say I got a lot of Snapchats from you that night? Um, Did you notice I didn't move one step from the bar where I was? You didn't. (laughs) I thought you just were sending me the same drink over and over again, but I'm guessing they were different drinks and whenever you got a new one. No, I drank the same thing all night. I meant different additional drinks and you just kept taking photos in the same spot of the same type of drink. Right. No, I I had many of those. Yes. I had uh, 
eight, maybe nine. I don't remember. Yeah, when you started like <laughs> misspelling things and asking me what it was that Rihanna said in Battleship. <laughs> And I was like, I forgot about that, dude, you're drunk. I'm not even going to respond because you're not going to remember this anyway. And it was Mahala mother. And then it got cut out. So just in case you're curious, (laughs) that was one. I forgot about that. Yeah. That was one of her many um, witty one liners in that movie. Yes. Yeah. It's such a great movie. (laughs) No, no, we had fun, obviously. Mm hmm. But you started with a base layer. Is that was that the whole? <laughs> we did. We went to the stand and we had. Uh, I had a burger and she had a taco. Mm, and that was our base good. layer before drinking. <laughs> burger sounds good right now. <laughs> it was really tasty. Yeah, it really was. And I ate it on International Bacon Day, so I had bacon added to it. Nice. Mm-hmm. That was good. And then we went to Film Bar one day and we saw the movie The Congress. Okay. I liked it. It started out really well. And then after about 45 minutes, it just kind of got mazzy. (laughs) Mazzy. (laughs) Uh Kind of like Karina and I did the night before. (laughs) And yeah, so that was Labor Day weekend. That was fun. Did you do anything exciting over Labor Day weekend? No, you know, I just hung out close to home and relaxed. Had some pool time. Had some pool time. I'm going to miss the pool. Now that we're into September and it's going to start cooling down, which I am not complaining about in the least, mind you. But yeah, I'll miss having access to the pool. Mm. (laughs) I mean, I could get in the pool. It's just going to be cold. Right, right. That would not be no. pleasant. <laughs> Brad learned that early on this year. When you get in the pool, when it's too cold, yes, you get ill. You get a little sick. Right. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. I also saw another movie this weekend. Um, this weekend, uh, I saw uh, Love is Strange. I think that you should take Brad to go see this movie. You should plan a little date night and go see this movie. I've never heard of that movie. It is John Lithgow and Alfred Molina. And they play uh, dudes who have been together for about 40 years. And then as marriage becomes legal, they finally get married after 40 years together. And it's a little snippet of life movie. Cool. It's it's a very sweet movie. It's not like the show Vicious where they're just terrible to each other after 50 years together. (laughs) I still haven't seen Vicious. It's really good. It's really funny. Um, Ian McKellen is really funny in it. Does he ever do a Magneto thing when he's doing? He it? just that's the way he talks. Oh, okay. But he plays an actor on the show, oh. and his claim to fame was being the, uh, the villain on a Doctor Who episode. Oh! <laughs> As I was leaving the movie, I turned to my friend John and I said, "If I have one complaint about Love Is Strange, it's this: I'm tired of seeing old man John Lithgow naked." <laughs> oh, I mean, he wasn't completely naked in this movie, but Na- you saw him with his shirt off. Say naked enough, right? <laughs> But I mean, did you ever watch Dexter? No. So he was like the big bad for one season of Dexter. And they, you know, Dexter's on Showtime. Mm -hmm. And they have a fairly attractive cast on Dexter. None of those attractive people were naked as much as John Lithgow was that season. And I was just like, come on. (laughs) It's edgy. It's like when um, NYPD Blue would always show Dennis Franz's butt. (laughs) Can't unsee. (laughs) Yeah, but um, I think that you should uh, take Brad to go see that movie. He would, I think, he would enjoy it. There's a lot of movies I have not heard of. I feel like I'm losing touch with pop culture. Well, you got cable now. I don't watch TV <laughs> a lot. I don't watch the cable a lot. You don't? No. You've been watching Doctor Who a lot. I'm done. I'm caught up. You are? Well, except for last night's episode, I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched last night's either. Yeah, I enjoyed last week's. 
Last week's was good, yeah. All I'll say is the into the Dalek, and it was really good. I I kind of enjoyed mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I, I I like the actor Peter Capaldi. Um, is that how you say his name? Peter Capaldi. Yeah. Okay. Um, now that you've watched all of uh, Doctor Who, you could watch Torchwood. Yes. And the third season of Torchwood is my absolute favorite ever because it was a mini series. It's only five episodes. Oh. Um, and he plays a part in there, and. Oh, he yeah. was amazing in that miniseries. I heard, yeah, he was on Torchwood, and he was also on a, a Donna episode. Mm-hmm. The, um, the Fires of Pompeii. Fires of Pompeii. And I hear that they're going to try to tie that in somehow. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, they're going to... Because I think in the first episode, if you've seen it, he keeps saying, why do I have this face? It's, right. It's familiar to me. Yeah. So I think they're going to actually try to tie the plot in from that episode way back when into nice. a future episode. I yeah. like when things happen like that. Yeah. Happy little accidents. <laughs> Arts. Farts. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> What um <laughs> two <laughs> number two? <laughs> it, it's apropos. Uh-huh. Apropos. <laughs> <laughs> I often wonder what the casual first-time listener thinks of a show when we act completely twelve years old. You on mean here. like the lovely person that sent us this game? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who's just probably getting started. Hi, Fi Guru. Hi, thanks again. <laughs> um, we are silly adults in our forties. <laughs> yeah. In what country would you find the Hague Museum? These are not easy. These are not like rated in easy to difficult, I don't think. I want to say Budapest. That does not seem right. It's the Netherlands. Okay. Sorry, Hadam. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I don't know if he listens. <laughs> does he live in? He lives in Budapest. Oh. Hi, Hadam. Yeah, or as Big Fatty likes to call it, Northern Mexico. (laughs) But Big Fatty calls everything that's not the United States, Northern Mexico. Pretty much. Yeah. So it's your turn. We each have two tokens on the board. We're going to be here a while. We are. TV. Okay, what do you think? I'm going to go all the way for it and do a six. What? Oh, damn it. I wish I had gotten this one because I know it. What is it? What actress provided the voice for Betty Rubble? And what was the show? Well, the show is The Flintstones. Obviously. And I'm completely blanking on. I was right. Can I get half? (laughs) No. (laughs) But I answered half of it. You you want me to give you three for getting The Flintstones based on Betty Rubble? Yes. No. No. God damn it. This is the kind of obscure crap that's stuck in my head. I used to know it, but I made room for other things. Like the... The jogging scenes of Justin Theroux in the television <laughs> show, The Leftovers. Okay. I needed to move them, some things out of my brain to make room for those you needed images. To, you needed to jostle some <laughs> things aside. Oh, my Lord. Okay, I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> Do you want the answer? I'll talk about it. <laughs> Do you want the answer? Um, 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 Betty Rubble. No, that's the character. Right, but I'm thinking... I No, I'm saying it. Oh, sorry, sorry I like, that was your guess. I'm going to say... Um, she was on the Honeymooners. I don't know her name. I don't know. Natalie Portman. Mm. By the way, Fi Guru, um, this is Brian. Hi. When I don't know the answer to things, I, I answer <laughs> Natalie Portman, just to keep you up to speed. Okay. You got that? Yeah. All right. Uh, her name was B. Benaderet. I did not know that. I did know that. <laughs> Go me. Well, yay. Me for me. <laughs> Music. Let's do four. It's a challenge question. Mm, okay, let's let's dive into that. 
David Jones is the real name of what singer? Oh, well, Davy Jones from the Monkees. I'm going to say you're probably right, but I'm you're wondering ch- if you're Are you going to challenge me? No, I'm not. Okay. You are incorrect. <laughs> it is David Bowie. Well, you can't challenge me. <laughs> yes, yeah, a successful bluff. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> well, that puts me here. That does not put you there. Yes, it does. I answered a level four question. Oh, it does. Uh huh. One, two. I I could have done a three and gotten away with it. <sighs> Damn it! I didn't like the way that happened. <laughs> Stupid game. Roll again. Yay! <laughs> what level of sports would you like? Minus two. <laughs> One, obviously. Which all-American football player won both the pentathlon and decathlon at the Olympics? This is not easy. It's not easy. I'm just going to say it. I don't know. Jim Thorpe. Yeah. The name sounds kind of familiar to me for some reason, but I don't know who that is. Well, I do now, but (laughs) I've already forgotten, and I'm back to thinking about Justin Throw's swinging jogging pants. (laughs) Okay. TV. Uh, TV, yes. What do you want to do? I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go six. Oh, you haven't left with your TV token, have you? I have not. Oh, you're going to be sorry. Why? What was the address of the house in the George Burns and Gracie Allen show? Oh, fuck. (laughs) Natalie Portman Way. That's right. It was 312 Maple Drive. (laughs) TV. Uh, Four. On what show was the line, what a revolting development this is, frequently heard, and who said it? I want to say it was Jimmy Durante on the Jimmy Durante show. Mm, you would be incorrect. Okay. It is from the life of Riley and oh. William Bendix. That's like old school television. Bendix. Anyway, Bend it's your Dicks. turn. His name is Bend Dix. Kind of makes me think of Justin Throws pants again. <laughs> world, please. I'll do a three just for S's and G's. What is the world's largest island? The Falkland Islands. Greenland. Or Greenland. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What level of TV would you like to answer? I only have to go one, so let's say one. You might get this. this okay. Is more your speed. Who played opposite Paul Michael Glazer in Starsky and Hutch? Oh, what was that dude's name? I don't <laughs> remember. I don't remember his name. I know. You know what he looks like. You're thinking of Yeah. He's the blonde one, right? Yeah. And he had a short musical career in the 70s, too. Did he? Yeah. He had some songs. I don't remember. Natalie Portman. (laughs) David Soule. I knew that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was trying to give you a little clue in case it jogged any memories. It didn't. Oh, jogging. Happy place. Yes. My turn. Music. Do you want a one, two, three, four, five, or six? Well, since it's now Wednesday and we've been playing this game for four days. um, Right. Let's do one because that's all I need. In what New Jersey city was Frank Sinatra born? Because that's easy. (laughs) I don't know. Trenton. Hoboken. Oh, Hoboken. If you're still listening, Fire (laughs) While we thank you for your contribution. (laughs) Yes. Well, we thank you for your contribution. You're officially dead to us. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Movies. 
What's with the My Fair Lady questions? Who played Henry Higgins in the film My Fair Lady? Um, George something. I think you're thinking of the guy in the Beatles. In the film version mm-hmm. of My Fair Lady? Yes. I can't think of his name. Natalie Portman. Rex Harrison. Damn it. I thought you were thinking of George Harrison. You know, there are listeners right now screaming at us. Yeah. Taylor Latte Boy. He's screaming at us mm-hmm. in his car right now. Mm-hmm. Usually, he, you know, a lot of people scream at us. Yeah. Scott, he's probably at work right now with his uh, headphones in. Sater 69. He's he, probably flipped a table like right now. Like, these guys are so <laughs> stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my turn. I'm expecting some animated gifts from Mike Lawson about this episode. Music, I only need one. Let's do one. It's a... Uh, Challenge? Yeah, that thing. <laughs> Brian's starting to forget words. We've been at this so long. How many recordings are sold for each single record to be considered platinum? I want to say one million. Do you challenge me? No, because I think it's one million. It's two million. Well, I still get to go in the middle. Ugh. Because you didn't challenge me. God damn it. That's fine. It gets another token off the board and gets us closer <laughs> to the end of this stupid game. Yes. <laughs> At this point, it's anyone's game and anyone can win and I would be happy. Mm-hmm. You get to go again, okay. mister. So you have to go two spaces for Let's this. Let's do two. No, you have to go three, actually. Let's do five. <laughs> in which film did Al Pacino have his first starring role? You're not going to get that. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Your turn. <laughs> Panic and Needle Park. Oh. Well, good for him. We were, when this game came out, we were like little kids. I was so, 10. yeah, I was probably 15 ish mm-hmm. yeah. and did not watch Al Pacino movies. No, sir. Those were for grown folks. Yeah. Movies. I only need to go one. Well, let's do it. Who played Virgil Tibbs in The Heat of the Night? And this is the film, I believe, they're referring to. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Um, Sidney Poitier. Sidney Poitier is correct. <laughs> Yay. Mm-hmm. That means it's it's neck and neck right now. Yes. I need a movies question, and you need a TV question. TV question. Can I get a TV question up in here? Well, you can roll until you... Isn't it you roll until you get a TV question? Well, that's what well, we've what's been the doing. Point? Let's just ask you a TV yeah, question. Yeah, screw this dice. So... <laughs> I just need one to win. You need two to win. Yes. Okay. It's very close. Who's TV? And you just want level one difficulty? Because I don't think you're going to get it. Let's do two then. Okay. We'll just take a crapshoot. All right. On what show is the line, one of these days, Alice, frequently heard and who said it? Ralph Cramden said it on The Honeymooners. They wanted the actor's name, but I'll give it to you. Jackie Gleason. There you go. I win. Yay. Yes. All right, so it's been 38 days since we started playing this game. Uh-huh. I think Stockholm Syndrome has <laughs> said, I, I really liked this game a lot. Can we play it again right now? Yeah. Well, thank you um, to your Reddit gift exchanger, yeah. FiGuru. If you're listening, tweet at us, Facebook us, send us uh, whatever it is. I'm, if you're on Reddit, you're on the internet some way, I'm sure. Yeah. And what? now I can explain Reddit to you when we're done here. So I I understand Reddit. It's just it's not for me. Are you sure? <laughs> I go on there every now and then. I look at cat videos or whatever or cat gifts because you can tailor it to your liking. I've tried to do that. You can you we'll we'll chat yeah, well, later. We don't we don't we aren't playing internet lessons with Brian. We don't want you to listen to that. <laughs> 
So we've been talking a lot about Pride 48 lately. Yes. Because it's coming up. Very soon. Very soon. In like less than two weeks, we will be in Las Vegas with a lot of other podcasters. And we're going to do a live show. When are we doing that? It's going to be on Saturday, September 20th at 2.05 p.m. Pacific. Right. So mark your calendars. Uh, we're gonna, we would love to see some of you listeners in the chat room. Mm -hmm. If you're not going to be in Vegas, um, we're, we're planning a really awesome show for that live show. Yeah. We're going to try to be a little bit more prepared than we were last year (laughs) (laughs) because we didn't realize we had to fill an entire hour last year Mm -hmm. and it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm very much looking forward to it. I am too. Yeah. And if you want to listen, that's going to be at Mm pride48.com. There's a little button that says chat. Click on there. Take you to a chat room. Put in a username. Dante will offer you a cocktail. You can say no if you'd like. Yes. And then uh, join us. And, and we're going to uh, make an effort to uh, to be in, to say hi to everybody in the chat room during that live show. Yeah. I mean, being up there on stage in front of the audience, you forget that there are people listening live out all over the world and trying to communicate with you. We may even involve the chat room in one of the things that we're going to do during our show. We'll mm, see. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> So yeah, um, mark the your calendar, Saturday, September 20th, 2.05 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. Live from Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Curtis, how is your fundraising going for Extra Life? It's going really well. And I wanted to mention the last time I kind of put the word out on Facebook for donations, y- y'all came through and I hit more than half of my goal within the span of a few hours. I guess I should have been more... Uh, adventurous with my <laughs> with my goal that i had in mind so are you almost at your goal i'm about 80 percent to my goal can you stretch that goal a little bit I, the thing is i don't think i can go in and change the settings to change my goal because oh. I, I only put a 500 dollars goal the goal for the team is two thousand dollars if you raise the your goal you can uh-huh. still people can oh, still yeah. keep donating people can still donate Definitely. Yeah. So don't let don't let that stop you. Yeah. Don't let um, Curtis's underestimation of his fundraising abilities stop you from donating to Extra Life. Well, to be honest, <laughs> I've never really done this sort of thing before, so I didn't want to be like, I'm going to raise ten thousand dollars. Watch me, everybody. <laughs> so I was giving a nice safe number, and the team goal was two thousand, and I didn't want to be like, well, I can raise three on my own. I don't need the team. <laughs> but you can. I have no doubt. Okay. Yeah, so just I wanted to thank everyone that's already donated and and ask if you would like to donate. There's still plenty of time. Um, we'll probably be talking about it a little bit more yes, until then. Because it's not happening until Saturday, October 25th. It's a 24-hour gaming marathon that starts from 8 a.m. Saturday and goes to 8 a.m. on Sunday. So go to GameNightGuys.com, click on the Extra Life banner that you see there, and mm-hmm. it will take you to the place that you can make a safe, secure donation. Mm-hmm. And help the children of the Phoenix Children's Hospital and the Children's Miracle Network. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's it for this episode of Game Night Guys. Visit our website to find your favorite games at GameNightGuys.com. You can email us at hello at GameNightGuys.com or leave us a voicemail at 480-648-GAME. That's 480-648-4263. Follow us on Twitter. We're at Game Night Guys. You can also follow us individually. I'm at Cheap Blue Guitar. And I'm at Cecil Jean. Join us on Facebook and tell us about your game nights at facebook.com slash game night guys. Be sure to tell your friends about the show. You can subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts, including iTunes and Stitcher Smart Radio. Thanks for listening. As always, you are invited to our next game night. It's your move. Goodbye. Bye.
What can we say about it other than that? Yeah, that's all I want to say about it. Let's go.